Hey, 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 and welcome to Insurance Town. I'm the Mayor Heath Sharon and the host of this podcast. I'm so glad that you guys are here today hanging out with us in Insurance Town. And uh, I am actually uh, coming at you uh, from Texas uh, as I'm on the road again and uh, checking out uh, some agencies and doing some trainings. Uh, I'm going from here to Tennessee to work with some other agents. And then I got a speaking event later on. And it's been so much fun. And a lot of you have commented lately on the amount of travel I've been doing. And uh, I, I appreciate that. And I appreciate the concern. And I appreciate the congratulations and the attaboys and all of those things. Uh, the mayor is in a good place right now, and, I, and I'm super proud of what we've got going on uh, in Insurance Town, what we've got going on in my other endeavors and in training and, and working with some great sponsors uh, and working alongside great, wonderful people like Agency Performance Partners, like CoverDesk, like Smart Choice, and my friends over at Canopy Connect. I am so proud to be you know on this journey with them. And they are so supportive of you, the citizens of Insurance Town, and I am super proud of that. So I want to start off by talking to you. Before I get into this Mayor Solo episode, I want to talk to you about my friends over at Agency Performance Partners. Uh, They work with agencies all across the country, just like yours, to solve some of the industry's biggest challenges. And those challenges, no matter how large or small the agency is, uh, those challenges are, are very similar, just on different scales. Those challenges are are people, you know, being uh, too busy to implement, being too busy to make phone calls, being too busy to do a lot of things. Uh, they could also be processes. You know, maybe they don't have a, a, a healthy sales process. Maybe they don't have a follow-up process. Maybe they don't even have a retention process uh, to proactively call on customers. Or, you know, maybe they are too much like a uh, firefighter instead of a fire preventer. Agency Performance Partners comes in as a BFF to you, the agency owner, to your agency. As a, if you're a producer listening to this, if you're a CSR, Agency Performance Partners has consultants all over the country that come run alongside you and help you to improve your agency and to become ridiculously amazing. AgencyPerformancePartners.com. Go check it out. Tell them the mayor sent you. You'll be so proud you did. Also, my good friends over at CoverDesk. I have been super proud um, lately of Andy and his team and what they've got going on. And I just recently saw on, um, I guess, a social media platform of sorts that uh, where uh, CoverDesk was recently featured uh, in a, a major publication for so many things that they've been doing but uh, one of the biggest things was um, they were featured for uh, being ranked like number 315 uh, in the Inc. Magazine's uh, fastest growing companies. Uh, pretty solid, man. Um, fastest growing companies in America. That's pretty incredible. So I, I just thought that I would share that with you. I'm so proud of them. They are your premier solution for the uh, virtual assistance, you know, for uh, employment, for staffing changes, for staffing help to help you to, uh, you know, solve some of those challenges. Um, If you've got uh, a need in your agency to maybe offload some administrative tasks or uh, special projects or quotes or anything for that matter, Andy and his team at Coverdesk trained uh, employees all over the Philippines 
and in the United States to work with your agency uh, to improve some of that, to uh, to take on those tasks for you. And it, it's incredible. You need to reach out to them at coverdesk.com. If this has ever been anything you could talk about or you've wanted to learn more about, they are you know so knowledgeable on this subject and can help you in so many different ways. Please don't hesitate to go to coverdesk.com and get you a demo and Andy is a part of the process from the jump and helps you with the interview process and trains the, these people. And they're just incredible. They become a part of your team to help you become more efficient. Uh, please uh, go to coverdesk.com and check out these incredible virtual assistants over in the Philippines that can do so many wonderful things for your staff, for your agency, for your customers. It's a win-win all the way around. Guys, uh, today, as we get into... Um, this Mayor Solo podcast episode is something that I wanted to do um, because I've been getting a lot of requests lately for Mayor Solos, and I've always been uncomfortable with it, but why not? Um, because I feel like there's so many wonderful people out there, and I enjoy interviewing and learning from other people. But as I get these requests, I, it's fun for me um, to just kick back in my hotel room, hit record, and just go, <laughs> see where this goes. Um, and sometimes it's mailbag episodes, sometimes it's answering questions specifically, but today I, I wanted to get into, uh, you know, a couple of different things. I think, uh, we'll see where this goes, but I wanted to start off with talking about, um, you know, lately I've had the same issues coming up as I worked with more and more producers about networking. Um, and I recently did a, a talk, um, at a, um, an event recently as a speaker uh, on networking, not working. And um, I a pretty clever little play on words there. I hope you, you got that. But um, what, what I talked about up there was, and what I hear a lot lately is, is networking still viable part of prospecting? Is networking still um, something that we should be focusing on as an agency or as a producer? Um, and I would say 100% yes, and it can be effective uh, as not only things are opening up a little bit in the pandemic and things are back, you know, events are happening again and things are going on, but also just in general, uh, I think that it will always be something as, as I've always said on this show, I'm a huge believer in the relationship and I always will be. I really do feel like the relationship will always be a key component in growing your book of business in this industry or growing any book of business for that matter, but especially in the insurance industry, whether it's relationships with underwriters, relationships with your tech carriers, uh, your tech partners, your uh, networks that you work with, maybe it's your uh, your partners, referral partners, maybe it's your, your clients, your staff. The relationship is always going to be a huge, a huge part of that. And so networking helps you to develop that. And so uh, as we talk about this a little bit, I think there's several components that go into that. And it's something that I really feel like uh, if you don't do it the right way, uh, then obviously your networking will not be working for you for that matter. And, and I think it's it begins and ends with intentionality. And let me be real honest with you on that. Um, because if you're just going out um, to events and just going out to um, different networking opportunities, just to high five, kiss babies, and uh, just hobnob and, and, and mayor about, so to speak. Then, then I think you're going out and 
you're not going to get the best return on that. And I think it's going to be, it's going to show. And all you're going to do is just go out and spin wheels and you might have a good time, <laughs> drink all the free booze and make some new friends. But if you want to make some money, if you want to grow your book of business, if you want to intentionally grow, you've got to go to those events with some set goals in mind, with some set ideas, with some set, um, I guess, referral partner ideas or whatever it might be, some set goals before you come out of there to say, uh, hey, before I go to this chamber event or this rotary event or this uh, event in the community, I want to set in my mind how many new prospects that I want to have or referral partners I want to work with or I'm going to introduce myself to five new people, or I'm going to give away these 10 cards, uh, or I'm going to whatever it might be, but you've got to have that intention and you've got to be disciplined enough to stick with that. I think if you're just going, like I said, to drink the free booze, uh, to high five, to do all the fun stuff, cool. But if you're not looking for those opportunities while you're there, it's not going to work at all. I think there's some other opportunities within that that you have to take advantage of. And so I want to talk to you about some of that too. Some of that is real simple. Some of that can be uh, pre-planning before you even go. Let's say you're headed off to a conference, whether it's in a specific industry that you're niching in, or maybe it's a chamber event, or maybe it's a rotary event, um, a Kiwanis Optimus Club, whatever it might be in your town. Maybe it's a HVAC thing or it's a, a restaurant association thing or it's a hospitality thing. Whatever the example might be, find out you know ahead of time. If you've got some leeway time, maybe you call up you know the association director or you call up the head of the, the chamber or the director of the Kiwanis or the Optimist or the president of this club or that club and get, get an idea of who's going to be there, what they're expecting. Um, Maybe ask specifically, if you're looking for a certain target customer, you might be able to say, hey, is Mr. Smith going to be there, you know, or is this going to be there? You know, how many do you think will be here? What, what does it look like there? Get a feel for that and then uh, reach out to those people uh, if they're not there or if they're going to be there. Let's say that John Smith from XYZ Company is going to be there. You might reach out to John Smith ahead of time. I would say, hey, I look forward to seeing you at the blank event. I would love to, to catch four or five minutes with you if we can. Um, hopefully, we can meet up there and I can buy you a drink. Or we can meet up there and we can discuss this or that. But I think if you have that intentionality to reach out ahead of time and set those appointments ahead of time, obviously, you're going to reach that goal. Uh, also, you're going to impress that person. And it's just going to be a win-win all the way around. You can also – I think that uh, you can also reach you know out ahead of time if they're not going to be there, let's say you ask the director or the head of that association or that event and say, is John Smith going to be there of blank company? And they say, no, then I think you could also have some power, especially if it's a, a event he's a part of, or, or it's a thing he's a member of, you can reach out and say, Hey, Mr. You know, Smith, so to speak, I'm going to be at this event coming up on this date. I would love to see you there. Uh, I'm, got a plus one uh, or, you know, I would love to buy you a drink there. I'd love to do this or that. Just invite them to come out and say, Hey, this is a great opportunity. Here's what it is. It's for this charity. Or if it's, you know, an opportunity for networking, it's going to be a great opportunity for you to network with not only myself, but some other like-minded individuals in your own field or whatever it might be. But again, I think there's some power in that too, to invite those people that you want to build a relationship with, 
but also adding value to them by inviting them to this event that they may not have known about. And then they go to that event looking for value. And it's a really cool opportunity for you to expand on your networking opportunities. So I think number one, one of those things is, is to pre-plan that, to get out there, find a list of who's going to be there, let them know you're going to be there, reach out to them, maybe send them an email or two, maybe put a little drip campaign together, or maybe you know send them a handwritten note to, hey, looking forward to seeing you at da-da-da-da event. And there's a lot of different ways you could take advantage of that. So that's, that's one opportunity that I think you could do there. We are at a mid-roll ad, ladies and gentlemen. And I hate to interrupt this uh, mayor episode, uh, mayor solo episode with more of me talking, <laughs> but it, it is very important to me that I get to my sponsors and, you know, smart choice has been with me for a long time now. And I've had so many people reach out to me and ask me about them. And once I send them that way, nine times out of 10, if not 10 out of 10 times, I get agencies coming back to me and saying, thank you so much for telling me about smart choice or for getting me involved with them. Um, they are a great solution for my agency with with no fees, no setup fees, no monthly fees. It's just a commission split off the business you write with the carriers they provide you. Um, it is nothing more than that. It's not complicated. It's a simple, easy relationship. And all they want to do is run alongside you and help you um, to add more value to your customers, whether it's new markets uh, they want to help you by giving advice and helping you in that area. They support my podcast. They want to help you to make more commissions, uh, higher commissions. They want to help you by having lower volume commitments, uh, lower premium thresholds, all of those things. Go to smartchoiceagents.com and tell them the mayor sent you. You'll be proud you did. Also, my good friends over at Canopy Connect, Rob and Casey and Toga and the whole team over there at Canopy Connect, hands down, unreal. They are your one-click solution to getting all those deck pages you need to quote your prospects. And they'll even help you to develop uh, referral pages for your referral partners. Uh, They'll help you to uh, develop uh, other cool links you can develop for people. Uh, You can even develop a link for your mama if you wanted to. She can refer all of her friends uh, to get their home and auto with you. Whatever it might be, your grandmama may be at Silver Sneakers Club out there and she may want to do it, or your dad at the golf course. It doesn't matter. Your best friend at work, you know, may want to get a link uh, and you can set them up. It doesn't matter. You can get as creative as you want to. And uh, Canopy Connect does that. And they're looking to expand in a lot of cool ways. So stay tuned for that. I'm going to have Tolga come on and talk about that pretty soon. But in the meantime, let's get back to the show. Um, number two, I also think that you should be, like I said earlier in this episode, be intentional when you're there, um, always have your head on a swivel, um, to be looking around the room to see who's there, what's going on, who's, you know, making the moves, who's talking to what, you know, look for certain people in the room to talk to and don't, you know, um, don't just stand on the wall or don't just go to the punch bowl like the junior high dance or, you know, stand on the wall, you know, on the boys' side, the junior high dance. Get out there and mingle it up. Get out there and talk to people. And um, I think that's an opportunity for you as well. You know, why you're there is to go talk to some people and, and try not to, you know, have happy feet, 
where you're all over the place and you're not building any friendships or relationships, but also don't have concrete feet where you're just standing there and you're not talking to anybody other than that one person that you still have to talk to. You got to kind of have that happy medium to where you're working the crowd, you're working the room, but you're not too active, but you're also not inactive. So you got to, you know, be intentional, have your head on that swivel, be looking around the room to see what's up. Also, I think that uh, by being that intentionality and having that, you know, maybe you look for opportunities while you're there uh, when you're talking to certain people to set some appointments before you leave there. I think that goes back to the, the preparing for the goal setting and things of that nature to be able to say, if you told yourself, hey, I'm not leaving here without three appointments, then you go and be intentional about that. You go on up there and say, hey, um, Jane Doe, it's good to see you. And, uh, you know, and I wouldn't be afraid to be honest with those people. Hey, Jane Doe, so good to see you at this event. I I was really hoping I would see you here. And be honest with it. Let them know. Hey, I was hoping to see you here. I came to this event hoping to connect with you. Um, and tell them your little elevator pitch if you want to, what your value add is. And then uh, see if you can get an appointment with them. Hey, I'd love to come by sometime in the next couple of days to visit with you. What's your schedule look like on Monday to whatever? And go ahead and have your schedule ahead of time worked out in your head so you can just throw that number, that name out there, that time I mean out there. Next Wednesday at two o'clock, how are you looking at that time? I'd love to come out and see you. Or pull out your phone right then and there, pull up your calendar, but try to walk away with that appointment um, without them, you know, leave us. Hey, I understand you're busy right now. You can't visit right now, but let's let's set a time up later. Let's grab lunch. And don't leave it as a dark hole. Don't leave without getting it on the calendar or setting a time to call back. Say, hey, I'm going to call you tomorrow at two o'clock and we'll set up a time. Something to that effect to have it on a concrete nailed down scheduling timing. That's just another great way for you to have your uh, networking work for you. And so we've talked about preparing. We've talked about why you're at the event. Uh, and I think there's so many other opportunities there too, but for the sake of this uh, podcast, you know, I don't want to be too long winded there, but I think, you know, one of the other things you've got to be willing to do, uh, when you're doing your networking is the follow-up. If you go to that event and you collect four or five cards, six or seven cards, whatever it may be, you got to follow up with them. I, and I would say the very next day, hey, uh, Jane Doe, it was great to see you at the event. John Smith, it was good to be there. It's good to see you. Uh, you know, send a follow-up email. Have that scripted out if you want to, whatever it may be. But just make sure, it doesn't have to be a long email, just something simple, something easy to say, hey, it was it's a pleasure to meet you. I really look forward to uh, developing our relationship further or our meeting next week. If you scheduled a meeting, whatever it might be, but have a follow-up uh, with everybody that you meet there that you got a card from or you spoke to or something just to stay in front of them. And if you get the response from them, you know, you could put them in a, a trip campaign or automation, or you could do whatever that might be, because I think that's huge to be able to have that follow-up with them. Uh, and to be able to stay in front of them and to be able to be proactive. And it's not just another person at a networking event. And so when they, now they're impressed. They're like, oh, man, that guy reached out to me or that girl reached out to me, you know, and they feel like they got something out of it as well. Uh, if you have not, remember, you're not just quoting them insurance or you're not just pestering them. You're bringing a value add. You're going in. Uh, wanting to quote their insurance because you believe that you are the best insurance agent for them. You have the best product for them, the best program for them. You're going to add a lot of value to that 
person, that individual, that business owner, the that uh, homeowner, whatever it might be. I think that's super crucial as well. I, so I want to see you prepare before you go. I want to see you be active when you're there with, without happy feet, but with also without concrete feet. And I want to see you follow up afterwards. Uh, now, uh, I would also say uh, a, a little, you know, I guess sidebar to this. Well, another thing that I would try to do as well is not only just look for customers or look for uh, prospects, but also take the opportunity to look for referral partners or look for opportunities to add value to a referral partner. You know, if you're going to this event and, uh, you know, one of your referral partners is looking for a certain thing and you see that there, look for that opportunity as well to go up to somebody and say, Hey, you know, I work with such and such roofing company and they're looking for this, you know, you maybe have some referrals or if you hear someone say, Hey, um, when you mention you're in insurance and they say something about their roof just blew off or they've got hail damage from a storm recently and you've got a roofer as a referral partner or a potential client or something, you may refer them. Or if you hear someone say, Hey, I'm looking for a good lender. You know, I've got this potential situation or, I'm looking for a commercial lender or I'm looking for a realtor, whatever. Take that opportunity to, to say, hey, um, and maybe have some of your referral partners cards on you. Hey, here's a card for such and such lender. Uh, they do a great job and they help a lot of my clients with their personal home loans. Reach out to them. Uh, find a way to add value to your own referral partners or your own clients to be able to be a value add in that situation, they're going to really repay you on that tenfold. I can promise you that. If you refer some people and you were intentional about that at a, uh, a networking event, they're going to remember that. And the next time, you know, a lot of times it's more of not even a remember. It's more of a, uh, they feel obligated now. They feel like, oh gosh, Heath remembered me and referred me. I got to get him something. So I would say look for opportunities of that, that point too. The other little uh, piece of advice that I would give you in these situations is also to, number one, uh, don't be uh, stupid and say, you know, stupid things or drink too much or things of that nature. Um, don't put your foot in your mouth. Uh, number two, don't bash your competition. Uh, don't say negative things about your competition or about this person over there or that, that person over there. Number three, don't be the last one there. Um, you know, don't don't be that last guy at the bar closing it down, or don't be the last one there who looks desperate, looking for business, this, that, and the other. Stay a good amount of time and then get out of there and get back home to your family, but, you know, have that follow-up plan in mind. And uh, the last thing I would say is, you know, do not leave without hitting your goal, whatever that may be. Uh, if it is three appointments or three new prospects or 10 new cards or whatever it may be. Make sure you stick to that and uh, get out of there. Don't go in robotic though, but don't also go in without a plan and without sticking to that plan. I think it's super crucial. So um, I really feel like that was a huge part of uh, my success as a, as a foreign producer in both commercial and personal lines was, was being able to make my networking work for me. And if your networking's not working, maybe you take some of these tips and strategies. Maybe you implement some of those things. Maybe you do a few of these things here and there. Maybe you don't. <laughs> I don't know. But I uh, just wanted to share a few things with you that I've been sharing with a few people. And I have seen some major you know, positive results from some of my producers that have implemented some of these networking strategies 
and they've seen a huge increase in production. So um, huge shout out to those producers. You know who you are out there. I'm very proud of you. And uh, huge shout out to all of my uh, my sponsors, to all my citizens. Thank you for the the mail that comes through the email on the email address at Heath at Agency or Heath at Insurance Town Podcast.com. Sorry, I got mixed up on my email addresses. That's Heath at Insurance Town Podcast.com. Thank you very much for those emails. Thank you for reaching out to me. Thank you for, um, you know, just encouraging me. We've hit some big milestones and downloads lately. We've hit some uh, big numbers lately. I've had one of the best months uh, in downloads. So it just shows me you guys are interested. You guys are still following along as we're coming into year three almost. I'm just shocked on that. So uh, it it is really super cool. So uh, as we wind down 2022 and we start coming into 2023, the thoughts of that alone just blow my mind. So Guys, I I really appreciate you checking out this episode and I appreciate you hanging out with us today and being a part of the show. It means a lot to me. Um, Guys, uh, I will have a great interview for you uh, next week. Uh, I I just wanted to get this mayor episode out because I've had some questions on the networking. It's come up a lot and I've seen some major success recently on that. And especially as convention seasons are upon us and uh, especially as, you know, we're coming into a holiday season with a lot of holiday parties and networking opportunities, it's a great time to hear this episode. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being a citizen of Insurance Town. Thank you for uh, supporting the show. And if you haven't found me on TikTok, go find me, um, follow me, watch some of those. And give me some uh, feedback on some of that. Help me to improve as I'm getting out of my comfort zone. Thanks to Regan Brandt and thanks to Christina Munoz. Thanks to uh, Davey Holt. Some of those other people that challenged me to get out of my comfort zone, get on a TikTok. I appreciate you guys so much. And uh, hopefully this old guy can uh, <laughs> can do some, uh, some, do some damage and have some fun to reach a different audience. And uh, it's been cool. So thank you guys so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for hanging out with us today in the show. I really hope that uh, the content that I brought you helped you become a better insurance professional. I really, uh, I actually enjoy it. I'm not going to lie. I try not to do a lot of mayor solos uh, because I like to bring you interviews. But sometimes it's just fun. And I've noticed a lot more downloads on the mayor solos. So that's also an ego boost to me. Um, However, uh, I am excited. Uh, about this episode if it brought you some content or some value let me know heath at insurancetownpodcast.com if you have an idea for your own show go to getreadysetpodcast.com and uh, that's ready set podcast at getreadysetpodcast.com turning your brilliant ideas into reality thanks again guys i look forward to hanging out with you again next week Thank you.